And we're back. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Tonight is Tuesday, December 10th, 2019. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois, my name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hi, Joel. This is Sam. I'm coming at you, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. Um, I have a hot take, but before I say that, I just want to say that uh, walk-up music that you put on just now sounds like something that like a serial killer would play to his victims in the torture chamber. You know what I mean? Uh, yes. That's exactly <laughs> like you wake right. up and you're like strapped to a table and just like that weird mall music is playing. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, that should go in our novel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, so my hot take, actually, this is a real doozy of a hot take. Um, and in it, in the spirit of the increased uh, political climate that we're living in today, I have a you heard it here first. And that is that very soon, Bernie Sanders, presidential hopeful Bernie Sanders, senator from Vermont, will be announcing his running mate. And that will be Patrick O'Connor. Uh, Democrat from Grove City, Ohio. Pat O'Connor is the president of minor league baseball. Um, and uh, as many loyal listeners will know, Bernie Sanders has completely pivoted his presidential campaign to save minor league baseball. Right. Uh, I believe he will be announcing very soon running mate Patrick O'Connor of Ohio as his running mate for president, uh, vice president of the United States. Right. And every, the entire platform that Sanders is going to run on is only going to be about minor league baseball. Exclusively about minor league baseball. (laughs) So when I got into, you know, the, the, uh, conspiracy theory wormhole on this one, I learned that minor league baseball is the only sport in a professional sport that is reporting year after year increased attendance uh, at games. So, right. so Bernie's going to save the economy by saving minor league baseball. Right. Gotcha. <clears throat> right. And Pat O'Connor majoring in economics. There you go. There's the connection. There's a great connection. And the platform will be universal health care for minor league baseball players. Right. Raise the minimum wage for minor league baseball players. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Tear down this wall for minor league baseball players. Gender neutral bathrooms for minor league baseball players. players. (laughs) Free access to uh, sexual health benefits for minor league baseball players. Condoms for everyone. Yeah. Everyone in Durham, North Carolina gets. They already have that. Uh, yes, we will definitely be revisiting this topic again and again, I feel like. Right. Well, and once we they're debating Trump and uh, what's his name? Pence. Pence. After they get the nomination. Right. On the all minor league baseball all the time <laughs> ticket. <laughs> I, think, I think it's time to something. People love minor league baseball. Yeah. Bernie does. Bernie loves it. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna make the rest of us talk about it. <laughs> well, so the reason that this kicked off, Joel, if I, if you will just indulge me one more second, of is, course. 
I was reading uh, the winter meetings, as you know, are going on right now and uh, for Major League Baseball, but also the minor league winter meetings are um, going on right now. And they were kicked off by a speech by minor league president Pat O'Connor. And it really had the feel of like a campaign stump speech. He said the quote from the speech is, we can, and in reference to the Major League Baseball's plan to shrink minor league baseball, the quote was, we cannot allow ourselves to be splintered for this next deal. No one's future is safe unless all our futures, all of your futures are safe. So he's like already, uh, what's the word, auditioning for the role. Right. Of Sanders vice president. Yeah. How old is he? Do you, do you, can you see a picture of him? Uh, let's see. I'm sure that I can. What's his first name? <clears throat> Pat. Pat. That's Pat such... O'Connor. It's actually J. Pat O'Connor. That's such an Irish name. That's like yeah. such an Irish name ever. Right. Well, you know, Bernie Sanders never has been very, you know, good at the race thing, you know? Oh, yes. Here we go. I'm going to get a picture of him right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> he looks like a senator from Ohio. Let's okay. Yeah. Let's say. He's, <laughs> rather, he's rather plumped. Uh, he's got, like, quaffed back white hair, glasses, you know? Right. Yeah. What you would expect minor league baseball president Pat O'Connor to look like. Yeah. Gotcha. He's like a ballpark Franks for breakfast sort of guy, you know? Perfect. I mean, he is on brand. This is so on brand. These guys need to run with it. Are you sure he's a Democrat? Well, <laughs> not after looking at him. <laughs> uh-huh. But it could be a, like, reach across the aisle sort of situation, you know what I mean? Bernie's an independent already. You could have the socialist independent from Vermont with the president of minor league baseball (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) love it all right uh let me go because we we gotta get to to some headlines we gotta get to our actual podcast yeah yeah yeah. but uh, i think this is make a bookmark on this one we especially as the campaign heats up we're gonna have to come back to this again and again yeah uh, again, my name is Joel. I'm broadcasting from Champaign, Illinois. I just got to throw in a little hot take. Hey, going to the Rose Bowl, baby. Oregon Ducks. They defeated Utah in the Pac-12 championship on Friday night. We'll play the Wisconsin Badgers in a rematch of the 2012 Rose Bowl. Um, I'm super <coughs> excited. Also... Red Box Bowl, baby. The Illinois Fighting Illini have been invited to the venerable Red Box Bowl in Santa Clara, California to play against the California Golden Bears, two mediocre football teams, but that doesn't matter to me. College football, man. I'm so excited. All right, I got two questions for you, Joe. Yeah. First question, who won the, the first Rose Bowl matchup between Wisconsin and Oregon? Oregon. Oregon. 42-35. Oh, that's a good game. Yeah, it was a good game. <laughs> Secondly, Red Box. Red Box. Is that, 
a pornography website? <laughs> Someone was tweeting, has anybody actually ever used the red box? It's those booths. Have you ever been to like a Walgreens and there are those video rental booths outside? Oh, like DVD yeah. rentals. Like, yeah. Like manual Netflix. Like manual Netflix or what Netflix was in 2004? Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> Redbox is now. They they still exist? <laughs> they still sponsor a football game. <laughs> right. That's because they're also a pornography website. Like that's <laughs> where all of their money comes from. Well, I believe the New Mexico Bowl still does not have a sponsor. Maybe it should be the Pornhub.com New Mexico Bowl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or the Dump on the Elm presents the Pornhub.com. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we should do. We'll partner with Pornhub to buy the New Mexico Bowl. Yes. <laughs> so excited. And then we just fleece both of the schools who are going there of all their scholarship money. Yeah. And what like, do we do? Like I feel like Pornhub.com could really lend us the legitimacy we need right. to like enter the mainstream. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Dump on the Up, a baseball podcast brought to you by Pornhub. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I bet there's lots of good baseball-themed porn, too. You know, we probably could get the podcast on... Oh, okay, we're getting into C-Block, right? Oh, we, we are. <laughs> we'll come back to this later in the week. Wait, I want you to say your thought, though. What was your thought? <clears throat> well, my thought was that I think that, you know, we could probably get the podcast on Pornhub. So oh, yeah. when people are searching for, like, weird baseball porn they'll get all of their desired results but then, then also dump, our podcast will come on the up ad before yeah. you watch the baseball porn it's like baseball player takes dump on like omelet or something that someone's searching for and then they get our podcast right. <laughs> that's disgusting yeah mm. yeah take a note we're gonna we yeah. that's Two great ideas in the first 10 minutes of this podcast. <laughs> right. You're killing it tonight. <laughs> uh, but go Ducks. Um, uh, real quick, if you are new to the podcast, make sure that you uh, rate us, review us, and subscribe on Apple, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Thanks for to everyone who listened last week. We had a bunch of listeners. Talked about our Thanksgiving, our love, mutual love for the Thanksgiving holiday. And we talked a lot about the Milwaukee Brewers, the Reds, and the NL Central. Uh, check out those episodes if you like what you hear. Shout out to our listeners, Redmond, Reading, Pennsylvania, Mountain View, California, Champaign, Ulan Batal, Mongolia. I just saw that. I had to give a shout out that we got. Yeah, and Mongolia. Mad props, Mongolia. Stay warm. Yeah, no kidding. Um, we should do a, a episode someday about Mongolian sports because those are fucking awesome and crazy. Yeah, I bet. I bet there's a lot of horseback riding involved. 
Yeah, and like falconing while horseback, right? Oh, sick. Stuff like that. Yeah, that's my yeah. favorite way to falcon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's we get, to, get into it, Joe. We, we gotta, gotta get, get into, into these it. headlines, yeah, because right? there's yeah. some serious shit happening. There's a lot. We'll get into the baseball part of the baseball part. Right. Uh, and so this. So is... y'all can stop listening now. <laughs> we'll see you on the C block. <laughs> Um, this is the biggest story of the past week, probably. This is the one that everyone's talking about. And it is, of course, the record deal for Steven Strasburg. So the world champion Washington Nationals have brought back World Series hero and and World Series MVP, hero slash MVP, Steph Strasburg. Bringing on Steph. He's like superstar status now. He can be called Steph Strasburg. Yes. Back into the fold. With a long-term, seven-year deal reportedly worth $245 million. It's a shitload of money. This marks the biggest contract ever given out to the pitcher to a pitcher in terms of total dollars, easily eclipsing David Price's seven-year $213 million deal with the Red Sox, which we all know how that has worked out. Not great. Um, and dollars per year, beating out uh, famous germaphobe Zach Grinke's $31.5 million annually. Mm-hmm. Uh, most most people believe that both of those numbers will shortly be blown out of the water by, uh, you know, in the same offseason by uh, former Houston Astros pitcher Garrett Cole. However, Strasburg should be happy because he is fucking so rich now. Mm-hmm. There's so much money. Fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, and the real winner here, of course, is baseball super agent Scott Boris, who represents both Strasburg and Cole. So that guy's getting, I mean, that guy gets paid every year, but that guy's uh, getting fucking paid this year. This is like a good year for Scott Boris. Right. Um, anyway, here's the question to you. And this is like kind of a serious question. We make a lot of joke questions, but this one's for real. Assuming Cole gets a deal of similar length uh, and presumably more money in the future. If you're looking like 20 years down the road, who do you think we're going to look back on and remember as like the better pitcher? Like who's going to have the better career? Right, right, right. That's a tough question. Okay. As things stand now, my answer is Strasburg. Here are my reasons why. Now, Cole did win a. No, Cole was not on the World Series winning Astros, was he? He was with Pittsburgh. Or no, I think he spent 2018-2019 with Houston. Right. So he doesn't have a ring yet. Right. That's big. Because Strasburg has a ring, has a World Series MVP, and really was the MVP of that series. Right. Garrett Cole maybe in the year 2019 is an actually a better pitcher than Straff, Steph, the comeback kid, Strasbourg. But I think he loses credit because he's maybe the third most famous pitcher on that staff. Right. Verlander and Granke. Yeah. Like, Verlander is maybe not in 2019 the best pitcher, on the Houston Astros, although I don't, maybe he is, 
Didn't he like, win the Cy Young Award? This year? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Like, Maybe like not. Cole, I could be wrong. I don't, yeah. Cole is still pitching in the shadow of Verlander. And if Garrett Cole goes to the New York Yankees, he's just going to be another dude who pitches for the New York Yankees. Right. Whereas Strasburg is part of the team that brought glory to Washington, D.C. for the first time in a thousand years or however long it's been. Yeah, Verlander did win. Verlander did But it's pretty interesting because these guys, you know, what's really interesting. Cole came in third, right? Wasn't it Verlander, Morton, and then Cole? Because we made fun that it was Houston, Houston, and former Houston. Yeah, I think that Cole was maybe second, actually. But anyway, what what is kind of interesting about this kind of moment for these two pitchers is they are both like the second best pitchers on their Staff right, I didn't even year. mention Max Scherzer, who and right. an, an young winner. <laughs> right, but, you know, and Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander are both probably, if they retired today, would go into the Hall of Fame, which you can't say about either Cole or Strasburg, but there's yes. definitely time for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, but I agree with you. I think that Strasburg is going to end up being the better pitcher in the long run. Um, I just feel like. Um, you know, there's less pressure on him, I think. Like, he's never played for anyone other than the the Washington Nationals. I think that's huge. <clears throat> right. He was like, you know, he'll be their hometown guy. They're yeah. like super, like lifelong superstar, probably. He's the number one overall draft pick. Right. Um, and he's the first number one overall draft pick to win World Series MVP. Right. Like, um been a phenom since he was 17 and and kind of disappeared for a while and there was a lot of worry of like wow is Strasburg like a burnout or a bust and now he comes back and wins the World Series right well and it was also like he had Tommy John surgery after his rookie season I think yeah so he had kind of like a hiccup at the beginning of his career but like Garrett Cole wasn't very good until he came to Houston he was good for Pittsburgh I thought not that good okay like always had the tools uh-huh like was a highest ranked like <laughs> he didn't get good till he got on a team that cheats right yeah exactly well that's the thing yeah it's like what happens when he goes to the, the, the LA angels, angels of anaheim yeah. and like n- never wins again you know what i mean like him yeah. and mike trout are just like winning all sorts of individual accolades but never like going to the playoffs right um you know and then like the nationals have shown that they'll take care of strasburg because they went to the playoffs one year and shut him down because he was overworked you know what i mean yeah yeah and other than what zimmerman i feel like strasburg possibly shows her i'm not sure is adored by the dc fan right and so that's why uh, I mean, I don't know. I've never seen anything that makes me think Strasburg is a oh, Toyota I... more interesting than fucking Clayton Kershaw. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super dull. Yeah. Uh, I just remember when he won that goddamn Chevy truck and he was like, yay. Kill right. my <laughs> I am happy. Right. I jilted. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he probably went out and jumped into his fucking Maserati and drove yeah. home. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
but now with 245 million. Fucking Chevy truck. <laughs> um, before we move on, what do you think about Cole? I mean, I'm thinking Yankees are going to get him, but the Dodgers and the LA Angels of Anaheim are definitely still in it. Where do you think he's going to land? You know, I've heard a lot of talk about Anaheim uh-huh. and how the owner of the Anaheim Angels of Los Angeles are like Orange County is like the most motivated owner in baseball right now. Okay. Um, Garrett Cole's a California guy. Like, you know, uh, we talk a lot of shit about the Angels having superstar power and never making it to the playoffs. Like, I feel like their fan base is starting to feel that. And I, right. I think that the ownership's motivated to like put together a winning team. So, my money is on Anaheim. Yep. You're welcome, Anaheim. This show has clout. Yeah, that's true. Right? We got Pornhub clout. <laughs> All right, moving on. Second question. Staying in the NL East for the moment. Rolling along. More pitching news. Zach Wheeler gets paid for some goddamn reason. Former Mets right-hander signed with the division rival Philadelphia Phillies. For five-year, $118 million deal. This deal is a huge gamble for a Phillies franchise who is subscribing to the truly American... Sam's fucking with his phone right now. To the truly American philosophy of throw throw money all over the place until we win. Like, you throw everything at the wall, something's going to stick, right? Right. Wheeler has never pitched more than 200 innings in a season. He missed all of 2015, all of 2016, got shut down in 2017. He's had two quality seasons since then. He has been prone to injuries throughout his career with the Mets. So, Sam, good move or bad move for the Phillies spending, you know, $20 million plus a year on Zach Wheeler? I'm going to go with bad move. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I you know, live in New York and, and, you know, not really a Mets fan, but I go to a lot of Mets games. So I like pay attention somewhat. Mm-hmm. And Zach Wheeler has been for whatever, seven years now, five years, uh, this guy who has the potential to be great, but he was always like behind Matt Harvey and behind DeGrom, Syndergaard. Yeah. He's like their number four pitcher. Um, and, and you know, never lived up to the hype. And I feel like there's no reason to believe that he will live up to the hype, you know, this year. Yeah, I agree. When the, uh, when the Phillies signed him, a lot of White Sox Twitter was being all mournful that Chicago didn't grab him. And, man, you know, Zach Wheeler's got a lot of James Shields on him. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> Well, he has put together two decent seasons yeah. in a row. So <clears throat> there's, you know, there's something to gamble on there. Um, well, and what's the Phillies game plan? Because they, they've got not only the defending champion Nats in their division, they've got a young and powerful Atlanta Braves they got to keep up with. Right, who's, who've won the division twice in a row. Right. Like, that's a division that can cannibalize itself. And yeah. then, you know, you got the Mets, the Mets, who are just like, 
whatever they're doing, they're trying something different. But <laughs> <laughs> Mets gonna met. Yeah, the Mets are gonna met. Yeah. And you know that could mean like they're gonna burn down the Philadelphia Phillies <laughs> stadium. You know what I mean? Like who knows what the fuck is it's like. You know, <laughs> They're going to move out of Queens and into whatever right. to Rutherford playing MetLife Stadium. Right. David Wright's going to, like, secretly get Bryce Harper pregnant or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> like, that's some weird Mets shit. That's some, like, deep Queens shit. You know deep what I mean? Queens shit. Exactly. Well, last offseason, I mean, this offseason's moving much quicker than last offseason, right? Oh, my God. Which is great. I love it. Um... But the Phillies were the movers last season, picking up Harper, the Carmelo Anthony of Major League Baseball. Right. And, uh, fuck, I should know this. They also got, well, they Well, they got uh, Diaz and Cano from the Mariners. Right. Oh, no, that's the Mets. That's the Mets, the Phillies. They got that that catcher Right. the AAA Yankees in – Miami. Miami. They got a shortstop who was good. Juan Segura. Segura. Like, uh, they, I was like, oh, I think I was high on the Phillies coming into 2019. Yeah, you may have called them to win the East. I might have. I think I called the Braves just out of spite. But, uh, oh, that's true. I thought the... You might have called them to win the wild card. Wild card. Yeah. Here we go. I got it. Uh... And a wild card. Now you had Padres and Brewers. I uh, had the Phillies to win the wild card. You had Phillies. I think we both picked Braves. And we were both correct. We so. all picked the Braves. You but, and Eli. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do it again, too. <laughs> I'm actually the only one who picked the Phillies, so I'm the asshole. You're the asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, but, uh, yeah, what? I guess, long story short, what the hell is the Phillies playing here? Right. No, they're just, they're trying to win, man. Like, give it to the Phillies. They are going for it. Right. In a real, like, I don't know what the fuck. I don't bad. know how to, like, play baseball sort of way. You know what I mean? I Who is their best pitcher outside of Zach Wheeler? Uh, what's that guy's name? Aaron? No. I don't know. I can't name you a Phillies pitcher. He was, pitch. like, a, he was like a top five Cy Young candidate in 2018. And yeah. he, he, like, had a step back last year, but he's still pretty good. Okay. Uh, well, I'll look him up. Yeah, Google that. Actually, let me Google it, because let's move on to the next question and come back to this. Okay. Uh, Aaron Nola. Oh, yeah. Aaron Nola and Jake Arietta. And they had Arietta. Yeah. Kind of after the fact. Aaron okay. Nola, Dallas Gads. Yeah, that's not an overwhelming, though, no. staff. And, you know, Zach Wheeler doesn't really put him over the top. You know, you, like, got your division rival's fourth best pitcher, you know? Yeah. Matt Quintack of the Philadelphia Inquirer. Nola and Wheeler as good as any twosome you'll find. Matt Quintack, if you listen to this podcast, you were incorrect. So. Yeah. Matt Quintack, if you listen to this podcast... You're smarter than I think you are, okay? (laughs) But only because you listen to this podcast. Otherwise, you're a fucking idiot. Of the Philadelphia Inquirer. Right. It's not even a real magazine. No. (laughs) 
All right, last question. All right, moving on. We're actually staying with the Philadelphia Phillies right now. We're just like yeah. rocking hard on the. Uh, Dude, it's December tenth, and there's a lot of baseball going on. I know it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, all right, <clears throat> the Phillies were not done making moves with the Zach Wheeler deal. They hired two ex-Yankees, uh, one in manager Joe Girardi, new head manager. He just manager, manager, I guess, right, of the Phillies. Joe Girardi. Is and, head manager uh, a thing? What? Head manager? No. Yeah. General yeah. manager. That's a different job. Different job. Yeah. yeah. Manager. Yeah. Joe Girardi's the manager. They also hired uh, ex-Yankees shortstop and excellent last name haver D.D. Gregorius yeah. um, to a one-year deal. That happened today, just a couple hours ago. Um, <clears throat> Girardi, who blamed the, his ouster from New York on the Astros st- sign stealing, um, they lost in the 2017 uh, what division series? Was that what it was? Or Dude, the Astros? I was looking this up. The Astros have eliminated the Yankees a lot over yeah. the last four or five years. Yeah, it's hard to be mad at them. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to be mad at them for cheating. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like a good Russian would say, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Right. Uh, yeah, so he blamed his getting fired from New York on the Astros, classic, and like so many other things, chewed up and spit out by the Big Apple, he's found his way to Philadelphia. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Girardi's bland demeanor and general lack of personality should go over well in the city of brotherly love, which is a city that rewards uh, underperformance and incompetence. Um, question for you, Joel. How many millions of dollars would it take you to leave Champaign, Illinois, and move to Philadelphia? A lot. What they what they played uh, what they paid Gregorius you? What they paid Gregorius? Uh, fourteen yeah. million dollars. Fourteen. Yeah, I'd do it for fourteen million dollars. Sure, for one I, year. For one year, and then I'd go back to Champaign. Right. With fourteen million dollars. Fucking richest guy in central Illinois. Right. Actually, that's surprisingly untrue. There's some, like, uh, we'll talk, remind me on C Block to talk about champagne millionaires. <laughs> you could buy so much cornfields with that kind of money? I could buy so much cornfields. I could live in a three bedroom house in $900 <laughs> a month. They you even get a second story on that. They even get a second story on that bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I would not want to go into Philadelphia. Um, but here's my take on that. I actually like this because the one character I kind of liked on the Yankees is now gone from the Yankees, so I can actually root for him without feeling bad about it. Right. Because I like Didi Gregorius. Remember well, when... Just because uh, he has a good Twitter account. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. But remember when Andrew McCutcheon was on the Yankees for like a week or whatever that was? Right, and then he went to the Phillies, right? And then he went to the Phillies, and he seemed way fucking happier now that right. he wasn't on the Yankees. But then he got hurt. But then he got hurt. So Didi Gregorius is probably going to get hurt. Right. Well, maybe Kutch is coming back this year, though, no? 
I don't know what he's up to. I hope I hope he comes back. I like that guy a lot. I feel like he also is really good on Twitter, and I feel like him and Didi on the same team. That would be tweeting at each other. It, yes. Yeah. They would have so much fun. Like call up the Philadelphia Inquirer and get what's his fucking name on the phone and say a what? more accurate headline with be like you might not find a better one two Twitter punch in Major League Baseball than Didi Gregorius and Andrew McCutcheon. There we go. There's yeah. your fucking headline There's asshole. Goddamn headline. <laughs> God. The shit that passes for sports journalism these days. I know. Uh there was another thing I was gonna say about this. So the Phillies they've got Didi Gregorius. Um I just don't I think I think the Phillies are doing the thing. You're throwing money. What's going to stick? And you're, they're going to fall further behind the Nationals and the Brooks. Right. I, I'm, I'm a big DD. I think this is a win for DD fucking Gregorius more than anyone right. else. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, you know, a year in Philly. Yeah. It's basically like, you know, I mean, what? I don't know. Yeah. Philly. Philly's like Staten Island too, right? <laughs> exactly. South New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> right. <clears throat> They've got the Eagles. They've got Gritty mascot. Right. They got some things in Philadelphia. It's like Pittsburgh on the coast, you know? Right. It's always yeah. sunny in Philadelphia. That's what right. you always tell me. <laughs> Here's the movie. <laughs> Oh, there's a TV show called It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, you just were telling me about the weather. <laughs> uh, okay, no, here's what DD should do. Play one year for the Phillies, get paid, and then get traded to the San Diego Padres. And right. hang out with Eric Hosmo and Manny Machado and smoke weed. Like play hacky sack. And play hacky sack and drink. Yeah. Right, and just like chat with us on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody would even notice if he went to baseball games or not. Right. Yeah, right. exactly. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, all right, so let's wrap this up. What? Give me like a 30 seconds. What's the state of the NL East? Because we talked a lot of NL East tonight. You know, we, we talked a lot last week about the NL Central and how that's going to be an interesting race. Um with the Reds going for it and a couple of, you know, the Cubs and the Brewers kind of falling off. Um, and that may be a, maybe a up for grab sort of division. I feel the same way about the NL East, like the NL East could be, you know, the cream of the major league baseball crop yeah. this year. Yeah. You'll have, you, you potentially pot- and I stress potentially, you could have three superpowers. Right. I don't, I don't think you will, but you could. Like the Phillies, the Nats, and the Braves could all be superpowers. Right. But I, yeah, I mean, I just don't see the Phillies. I just don't see them doing this. Me, me either. Honestly. Um, not because of, you know, just because it's like, you know, what have you done for me lately? True. They won a World Super Bowl I mean, a couple of years ago, right? Yep. Yeah. Eagles. Yep. I don't know the hockey. I don't follow hockey. Um, and then there's also like Bryce Harper had a bad year. Is that going to be a tradition? Is he now just a mediocre baseball player? Or is I he feel gonna... like he was up and down in Washington. I agree. Yeah. All right. 
Phillies, keep throwing money at people. Throw money at us. Right. Well, that's it's like hard to call these things, yeah. right? Because it's like we're there's a lot of freaking not baseball before baseball starts. So right. the entire makeup of the NLEs could be completely different in a week, you know? Yeah. Hey, shout out to Twitter follower Todd, I guess. I didn't realize we were going to spend so much time talking about Philadelphia. In this oh, podcast. yeah. <laughs> That's true. Maybe Todd will listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let him know. Hey, Todd, this is a real Philadelphia heavy yeah, podcast. Yeah, we talk a lot about the Phillies. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sweet. All right. Cool. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Uh, This has been Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. We're going to have to remember to buy the New Mexico Bowl along with Pornhub. Right. And we need to get Bernie Sanders to get the minor league baseball guy to be his running mate. I don't think we need to do anything to make that happen. I feel (laughs) like that's already in the works. I think that's a good plan. (laughs) He's been vetted by Team Sanders already, I'm pretty sure. Right. And there was only one question on that questionnaire was, are you the president of minor league baseball? (laughs) And from Ohio. Right. Uh, Thanks so much for listening. It's a swing state. It's a swing state. Exactly. Thanks so much for listening. Um, check us out on all your social media platforms. Listen to us on Apple, iTunes. Give us a rating, a review, a subscription. If you don't like Apple, you can check us out on SoundCloud.com slash Uh You can also check us out on Spotify, iHeartRadio. Follow us on Twitter. I was yelling at people on Twitter. Shay uh, Serrano, I don't care what you say. Training Day is a bad movie. Um, right. And check us out on Facebook. Right. And it has, like, nothing to do with sports, either. Really? It doesn't have anything to do with yeah. sports. Huge except, bait and switch. Except for the drug use. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was about spring training. <laughs> that would be a great movie. Yeah. Denzel Washington's, like, a drug-addicted minor league baseball manager, you know? And then he becomes a vice president. Right. And then he becomes a vice president. And Ethan Hawke plays Bernie Sanders. God, that would be, I would watch that movie. I would I would give Denzel Washington an Oscar for that movie. Right. Hi, right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Yeah, I forgot that they gave Denzel Washington an Oscar for goddamn Training Day. Yeah. Movie's terrible. Yeah. I think it was like a slow movie year and Denzel Washington had never won Best Actor. Yeah, it was, just, it was his time. Yeah. <laughs> um.